Luke 1, and verses 78 to 79. Through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace. I don't know how many of you have been down a coal mine. Wales, that's not a, I don't expect a show of hands. Wales was once famous for its coal, wasn't it? Steam coal, anthracite, best in the world, of course. And Cardiff owes its cityscape, really, doesn't it? To the effect of black gold, not oil, coal. Near where we live uh, in Bridgend, there's a park called Slip Park, Tondi. I don't know if you've been there. On the 26th of August, 1892, its day began like any other day. 146 colliers, men and boys, went into the tunnel. They lit their Davy lamps, cramped conditions, Davy lamps starting to shine down, down into the dark. At 8.20 a.m., something different happened. A little spark, the tiniest of sparks in one of the lamps. A huge explosion from the tiniest of sparks became a huge explosion. Sadly, 112 men died straight away. But 34 men sat in the dark, waiting, men and boys, waiting. The rescue mission begins. What happens next? Well, you've got to wait and see. <laughs> in the Bible, before the birth of Jesus Christ, we're introduced to an old priest, aren't we? A man called Zechariah. He's been waiting a long time himself. You can read his story in Luke chapter 1. It's a remarkable story, an impossible situation. Again, a little boy is born to an aged woman. An angel visits him. And then somebody else visits him, someone called Mary, I think you know her. And she sings because she has heard the best news ever that somebody from without is going to be born in her womb. The Bible tells us that this old man was so overwhelmed with joy, with joy, remember, that he begins to sing because he's heard something unbelievable, unbelievable. Not only was his aging wife pregnant, but someone was about to be born that would sort everything out. Everything out. God's rescue mission was underway. When he hears that God is on the move, 
This old man sings this beautiful song that we find in Luke chapter 1. And it finishes in a real crescendo. There's been lovely crescendos tonight, isn't there? Look at your Bibles if you've got one. Through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring or the sun from on high has visited us. What does he do? He gives light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. You see, sitting in the dark, oh well, read for us at the beginning, didn't he? How on the surface, just like that little spark in that Davy lamp, how well read us a story back in a garden in antiquity, a seemingly unimportant event that would cause a great disaster. We call it the fall. The fall of humanity. You might never have heard of that before, but it's why you always seem to choose darkness instead of light. If that's all new to you, well, we chose, but you choose too, don't you? You choose the darkness instead of light. Our first parents, all those hundreds of years ago, rebelled against God. And we doing what we do best. We keep going, rebelling. We are creatures of the night by nature. We're squatting in the dark like those poor miners in Tondi Slip Colliery. You might say to me, I'm a good man or a good woman. But you know when nobody's looking what's going through your mind or what's coming off your tongue. We're all sons of Adam and daughters of Eve by nature. The garden may be a long way away, but we're continually living in its shadow. You never, te never teach our little ones to say no. The Bible tells us that all have sinned or shaken their fist against God. We have fallen short of the glory of God, that 100% standard required by a holy, righteous, perfect God of light and life. We're in the dark by nature, sitting like those miners. Look at the text. We're no longer sitting, we're, we're not only sitting in the dark, we're sitting in the shadow of death. I don't want to be morbid tonight. I'm being real. Being real. Look at your hands now. Look at them. <laughs> They're aging, aren't they? There's cracks in your palms. We were designed, you see, friends, to live forever. To live forever. That's why you older people always feel young on the inside. We're lingering in the shadow of death. Like Ebenezer Scrooge, we're teetering on the side of our own graves. You might think, oh, this is very gloomy tonight. Eternity is a long time, though. And I'm meant to tell you this. It will either be an eternity of darkness or an eternity of light. But... A promise was mentioned in our readings, wasn't it? 
Were you listening? God, in His love, in His tender mercy, Geraint mentioned it, didn't it? His ancient promise. Almost a whisper, because it's too good to be true, that someone would come to help them in the dark. It's too good to be true, because as our readings told us, this man would be perfect. This man would be the chosen one. This man would live the life we could never live. A light, a life of light. He would be the one that would rescue. This is God's light mission. So you've got that state of sitting in the dark. Now let's get to the good news, shall we? That's what Christmas is about. Back in the mine, back in 1892, 34 men are awaiting their rescuers. It's dark. They can't get out themselves, you see. They scrape away at the rocks. But it's impossible. They cry out. They pray. They beg for hope. They're Christians, a lot of them. They conserve their breaths. They're hoping for a glimmer of light. And on the other side, someone hears a faint whisper coming through the rock. A cry in the distance. And he takes up a pick and he starts hacking at the tunnel to the left. Little hole. Light pierces through. Oh, more than that, the rescuer squeezes through that hole. He breaks through the chamber. He puts his hand into the dark. And it's grabbed by one of the miners. It's a wonderful story, isn't it? A beautiful story. Light has broken through. And that Christmas... Can you imagine being in the houses of those 34 families? Those 34 poor households. Those 34 households who didn't have a lot of money, but they had their dad, they had their brother, they had their son well and alive. My friends, Christmas isn't just a time for eating and getting together and singing songs very well. No, we're remembering the greatest rescue mission of all. The light mission. That's what Zechariah is singing about in this verse. The text talks about the day spring. It's it's of a sun, isn't it? Shining, visiting us. The sun is the giver of light and life to all he brings. Do you remember the carol we're about to sing? Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all He brings. Risen with healing in His wings. I don't know what you've got on your minds tonight, but I know that there was a man in Bethlehem, or a baby even, that was born, that man no more may die. Born, to raise the sons of earth out of that miner's shaft spiritually, born to give you another chance, to give you second birth. You see, that night back in Bethlehem, coming to an end now, there were shepherds, weren't there, squatting in the darkness of the fields. They were gloomy. 
It was a dead-end job in a dead-end district of Judea. The poor sheep were all going the way that sheep go. It was hopeless for them. And yet an interruption occurred, just like that pick coming through the hole of the mine and glory shone round about them. What a wonderful evening. And the angels brought them a message of joy. This is real joy for you today. Is born in Bethlehem a Savior who is Christ the Lord. They were given a taster of salvation, a taster of rescue. Now, they don't stay on the hill, do they? Just like those miners didn't stay in the hole for long. What with the Bible tells us that they ran to Bethlehem. They ran. Many of you tonight are sitting in darkness. Maybe your heads are still in that mine. You want to do it your way. Don't wait for your last breath. I tell you that if you say sorry for your rebellion against God, which you know you've done in your hearts, if you say thank you to Jesus for coming and sorting you out, you are safe, my friends. Does that make you happy? That's unique in our faith, you know. Christ is the light, not a light. He is the life, not a life. He's the only way through the darkness. He was born to give us second birth. How did he do it? Well, imagine if that hand that broke through that uh, mining shaft had not only pulled them out of the dark, but imagine the miner going in and getting himself all blackened up, as it were, with the coal dust. More than that, imagine if the rescuer took their place in the darkness and stayed in that darkness and died in their place. And yet, that's what that baby in the manger would do. That baby born in a manger was not born as some mere example. That baby in a manger went all the way to Calvary, that hill outside Jerusalem where the terrorists were executed. And yet Jesus Christ, our Saviour, the Rescuer, died in your place. This is what he said whilst he was alive. I we looked at it this morning as a church, didn't we? This is the reality of Christianity. And if it doesn't make you happy, search yourself, brothers and sisters. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me shall never walk in darkness. Shall never stay in that hole spiritually shall never die forever in that awful place called hell, but will have the light of life. You know that carol we sing in the rugby match? Death of death and hell's destruction. Because what Jesus has done, he will land me safe on kin and side. Songs of praises I will ever give to him. The text finishes, doesn't it? Look at that lovely verse. Guide our feet into the way of, can you feel the sigh coming? Peace. Peace. 
following Jesus is a guarantee of peace. Peace with God. Peace with yourself. Peace when facing death. And that's what you're all afraid of, if you're honest. No longer are we sitting still in the dark like those miners, but we're on our journey home. You see, Jesus Christ not only saves us, not only represents us, but He prepares a place for you. Isn't that lovely? He is the Prince of Peace. This Christmas, remember those miners squatting in the dark? Don't be like them, sitting there in the dark. Remember the hand that broke through on that morning that made 34 families a different, different atmosphere came to those homes. Remember the light mission. It looks like a baby in Bethlehem. The baby. No mere prophet. No mere man. He was those things, but he was your saviour. It looks like light in the dark. Not a light. The light of the world. It looks like peace in the face of death. The peace which we're all deep down longing for. May God bless you this Christmas. May it be a good Christmas, a merry Christmas in the right sense of the words. And remember that in that dark street shineth the everlasting light, the hope and the fears of all the years are met in Him tonight. For His name's sake. Amen. Well, let's sing that wonderful carol together. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners brought back together, reconciled. Let's sing together.
Lord God, thank you for the rescue mission which was planned in all eternity that God the Father sent God the Son and he didn't leave us on our own. He sent his Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. Thank you for being the light of the world. Thank you for giving us hope in the darkness and giving us peace. And now may the grace of that same Lord Jesus and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of you now over Christmas and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>